most Christians experience delay because there are times and there are seasons in the spiritual and there are conditions attached to every season the transition of season comes with time and condition the realms of the spirit is the same almost the same way with the earthly realm in the earthly realm before you're promoted you have to endure, you have to go through the engagement of context writing an exam in the spirit realm it also happens that same way so each time you're unable to scale through you're asked to repeat that same class that same season so so many people have stayed too long in one season that's why you see most cases their stories are not changing no progress no matter how much god loves you he cannot break his law but when you cry out for mercy you've surrendered at that point to him and said i am weak but i am strong with you lord i cannot go through but with you i can scale through at that time you've handed over your weakness to jesus christ so he stands for you at that time and he represents you. What you cannot do, Jesus Christ will do it. Where you cannot jump and get to, Jesus Christ will jump it on your behalf. But only through submission and request can he actually come over and take that issue from you. And the way he takes it, he empowers you. It's not like he comes and says, go and sleep. No, he empowers you at that moment to scale through. Some of you will understand what I'm saying. Some of you might not understand. The spirit is more real than the earth. The spirit is far more real than the earth. But while the worshipping was going on, I saw like people are, 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 are like uh, hands trying to pull people down people who are climbing a ladder and i see like something trying to pull them back pull them down that's why we always put fasting in this seven days program so the fasting will help you but now I just want everybody to genuinely and sincerely pray for yourself and ask for mercy. Asking God for mercy doesn't mean you've committed any sin. That's the mistake the body of Christ usually make. When you pray for mercy, they'll say, oh, but I'm not a sinner. Mercy is not a sinner's prayer. Mercy is that you're saying, God, I surrender this moment to you. I surrender my weakness to you. So please, I want you to pray. You cannot, some of you can see what I'm saying, but some of you cannot see it. So you don't even need to see anything. Just pray with faith that God, help me through this season. Help me that I might not miss this season. Help me. If you go back to the story of the Israelites, they keep missing season, season, season. 
by virtue of error. So we can miss season by errors. We can miss season by different means. Different means. I'll give you an example. To everybody, an exam is uh, a test is being released to everybody. It comes based on their their uh, ability. That's why the scripture says he will not give us, he will not allow us to go through trials or testing that we are not equal to. But sometimes negligence, I don't care attitude, makes us to miss it. God can just say, for example, this particular person, you like any everything of your life, is, you must go late. Even if they are doing the occasion inside your house, you find a way of still attending that thing late. You still go to that meeting inside your own house late. So if God notice a pattern in you, your exam will come through that pattern. An exam will be set or a test will be set and said, okay, if this person can come to this meeting at night, then the, this person should be promoted. And you know what God would do? The beautiful thing about God is that he sets the exam and he also empowers us to pass the exam. That's the beautiful thing about him. He will be the one to set the exam. He will be the one to tell you what to do to pass the exam. So, Angels will be released. You just realize that for that particular day, there's, there's a prompting in your spirit. Go to this meeting quick. Go to this meeting quick. Angels at that time, there are angels around you, but you can't see them. But you realize that there's something that is moving your heart and your mind to just drop everything and attend that meeting. Go, go now and go attend that meeting. Then the usual you will say, no, no, let me wait. Let them start. Let them start. Let them start. But those angels operate under the grace of God and the mercy of God. So they start pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you. Now, if there are other things you're about to do that will make you go to that meeting late, the angels will shut down those things. They can't represent you, but they will help you to ensure you get to that meeting at night. And suddenly you find yourself at night. But you can't explain why, why am I here early? Is because in the realm of the spirit, your destiny has been put on the test. Um, I've forgotten the name for it. On the scale. So at that time, is it that you miss your new season or you go back to your old season? That's why we have to be sensitive in the spirit to know these things. 31st last month, 31st of March last month, the day of my birthday, I was just sitting down, sitting down, just the next thing, I, I just started feeling a prompting in my spirit. And I started talking my, to myself. I said, something wants to happen around here. Something wants to happen. And I was restless. I couldn't figure out anything. But my spirit was restless. At that point, I knew that angels were around trying to, to tell me that Look, 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 something wants to happen. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. And the next thing I started engaging in the spirit. While I was engaging in the spirit, I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, go to your prayer room, go pray. And I said, what should I pray? 
and he said pray that this mantle should fall on you of course at that point i can't even ask which mantle so i went to my prayer room i just started praying started praying started praying lord mercy Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord mercy, Lord mercy. Let your mercy scale me through. Let your mercy scale me through. Now, after I finished praying, I went to bed. Immediately I went to bed. I found myself in a classroom. And there were many students. Not like not like the classroom for students, but like an executive classroom. And I saw men with suits. I saw men with different qualities. As a matter of fact, before those men, I was looking nothing. I looked like I looked so inferior before those people. So while I was inside there, I prayed inside that classroom and I said, God, show me mercy. If you leave me this way, there is no way I can compete with these people. They are far beyond my league and my standard. But if you can show me mercy, ah, God, trust me, I will beat these guys. Now. The prayer I was praying in that vision was the prayer I was actually praying. The prayer I prayed before I slept. And suddenly, a general in the faith came. One of the top generals in the faith. And he came. And he started analyzing everybody. When he was analyzing those people in the classroom, I was even scared. I was like, man, no, 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 I don't have these qualities. And one of you was telling one that you you're very smart, brilliant. You are you you have you everything that is required. You have it. You are excellent. You're this. You're that. <laughs> and I was just like, the mercy of God is excellent. The mercy of God is smart. The mercy of God. So the mercy of God was now my representative. He now said something. He now said, "Boss." This guy at the back, then he walked up to me. He looked at me. He said, you don't have anything. There's nothing in your CV. Nothing to even rate you with. He said, but there's something that you have. I knew mercy has spoken. That others do not have. And he said, your passion for Christ. The moment he said, your passion for Christ, I knew that was the voice of mercy. And suddenly he said, you know what? You're the preferred one. And in that class, they're supposed to pick just one person. And he laid his hands on me. He now said, take and vote with it. It is yours. Then I woke up. I knew I have gotten the mantle. So that's why I said the spirit realm is more real. But I know what the mercy of God can do. The mercy of God is a person that stands for you and represents you. Not everybody will, will, will have that sensational move. Not everybody will have that, that uh, prompting in their spirits to know that something, something wants to happen. It comes with assignment. Like, I always, I always know when something wants to happen in the spirit realm. I always know there, there's a gift called uh, the gift of time and season, knowing time and season. So there, there, I believe somebody will take that gift home today. The essence of this gift, you can be driving, and there's going to be a prompting in your spirit that in the next one hour something's going to happen on the road. 
and you just start praying. You can't see. You don't even know what will happen, but your spirit is restless. You know that there's something, there's something, and you know if it is good or bad, you begin to pray in tongues. So the moment you start praying in tongues, you're already addressing that thing. I use it a lot for my friends. If I'm driving and I'm feeling that body, and a friend's name will just appear, I will just call the person. Man, guy, what are you doing? I'm driving. Please, can you park or slow down or start praying? As a matter of fact, there was a day I called one like that. I said, I can, I, I feel something moving in my tummy and it's not, it's not a good sign. And your, your, your face just pumped out of my, my, your, your picture pumped out of my face. He said, ah, oh, he said, well, I'm driving. I said, um, no, start praying now, start praying. It's urgent, start praying. But before I said start praying, a car from nowhere, like the guy practically left his plane. And this guy could not explain how he escaped that thing. And I said, that is it. Just start thanking you, thanking God and you can continue. That, that's, that's, what, that's what was released against you. So back to what I'm saying. Mercy. Mercy. Mercy not to miss. Listen, when the scripture says not by mind, not by power, let me explain that scripture. Not by qualification. As a matter of fact, can I tell you guys one truth? God can give you an assignment to do. Maybe for example, God asks you to do a 20 days fasting and you, you are serious about that fasting, but your strength could not take you to the 20 days fasting. The mercy of God will qualify you. Than the, than the other person that did the 20 days fasting, the mercy of God can qualify you more than that person. Because why? You did not do it intentionally. That's you, you actually reacted based on your strength. That's the beauty of the mercy of God. Say, Father, let your mercy represent me today. Let your mercy speak for me today that I will not miss this transition, that I will not miss it. As I have come to this ninth meeting, this period in my life, this season in my life, Lord, let me not miss this transition. As I'm beginning, as I come to this meeting today, let your mercy be all that speaks for me. Today, I don't want to even exist. Let your mercy be the one existing in me. Do you know, as powerful as Samson, if Samson has asked for mercy, he would have still be alive. He never asked for mercy. He depended on his strength. Even in even in, in death, Samson was still trying to use his strength. As long as he never asked for mercy, God never moved. Do you realize all throughout the events that happened in that uh, Garden of Eden, Adam never asked for mercy. Even when God made a pronouncement on Eve, Eve never asked for mercy. I did a study and I realized in the Bible there are categories of people that never ask for mercy and they lose their life or ended up in shame or something like that. And there are some categories of people that seek for the mercy of God and they were saved. So I checked. I didn't see any man who asked for mercy 
and God denied. And I said, is it not wise to just incorporate mercy to your life? Why didn't this man ask for mercy? Saul did not ask for mercy. But look at David. When God was angry with David, not once, he always asked for mercy. That was what Saul failed to do. That made him to be destroyed. The mercy of God, you have to apply for it. You have to call and ask Lord, mercy. Look at the king, Nineveh. Ah, God, you want to destroy us? Oh yeah, let's do fasting. God, please. God, please. God, please. God changes mind. The other man that asks God, forgotten his name what will my death benefit you can the dead praise you ah lord remember all i have done show me your mercy god has to show him mercy you ask the question how come somebody like um rehab how come out of the entire city she was saved and she was the one that actually saved her family a prostitute if you don't understand the spiritual concept of mercy you might think god is partial that's why people say no god is not fair because they don't understand this mystery behind mercy I believe there are some people that have been criticizing where they will be shocked. What kind of a God is this? A prostitute survived this attack and yet we that have been going to church, we could not survive it. That's why sometimes you see some sinners, they are doing well in life. You'll be wondering, ah. Uh-uh, because you expect God to be to be dealing with them. But you don't know how they communicate with God, even if they don't understand the God they are speaking to. 